0: All right, good evening. Today we're learning Masechah's Baba Kamadaf Nun Gimel, and we're starting what? No. And I'm on the very bottom line of Nun um, Beis and We had discussed a scenario in our previous Mishnah. The previous Mishnah that we had learned is in the middle of Nun Beis and Aleph, and we discussed a din that if an animal heard the sound of the shovel digging and then it fell into a hole, so if the animal fell forward, so then potentially the Mishnah says you'd be Chayev if the animal fell backwards, so then you'd be potter. That's what the Mishnah said. Let's analyze. Amar Rab, of mamish. It means literally falling forward. And the achrav, achrav mamish, means you're literally falling backwards. Um, that if you fall forwards, you're going to be Chayib. We'll soon see that this is how Rab explains things because that then leads to the Hevel issue uh, where you're kind of nose diving into the Hevel and that's going to lead to death. Um, and Laachorav um, means you're dying not because of the hevel because you went backwards and therefore you die because of chavata. You die because the animal hits its body on the ground and therefore Rav would say you're puter because uh, Rav holds the chavata is the carcass doesn't belong to you. What belongs to you is what you cut out. You carved out that there should be the hevel, so therefore you're going to be Pater when you die when the animal dies by chavata. And Rav Latime this is exactly like we saw earlier. Just a few blada ago on Shabbos. Rav latai meda'ama rav, top of nun gimel, a of top line, bor she'chayev a Torah alav lehev lo v'lo lechavato. That's why falling forward, you'll be chayev, and if the animal falls in backwards, it will not be chayev, because the chavata is not what the Torah was, mechayev. Interesting. V'Shmuel says the Gemara, V'Shmuel amar, b'bor b'in mi lefana v'b'in mi doesn't matter. What way the animal falls in. And Shmuel the time, he says that yes, it's true, an animal can die because of Hebel. But an animal can also die because of Hebel. He doesn't say that the the chibut of the animal doesn't count. And therefore, according to Shmuel, Shmuel's going to have a problem with our Mishnah. But Shmuel now said, oh, you're going to be chayav no matter what, even if you fall in backwards. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. Elahechidami then, according to Shmuel, that was a line in the Mishnah. Shmuel can't argue with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah nun said, black on white, I'm reading right now from our Mishnah in the middle of Nun Beis Aleph, that Nafal lefun of Mikola Kriya Chayev and La'achar of Mikola Kriya Chayev. So if the Mishnah says that Nafal Mikola Kriya backwards, that the animal is going to be Pater, how can Shmuel say over here on the top of Nun gimel med that you're Chayev no matter what? So it says the Gemara, When do we say you're putter That's not when you fall in the boar. That's when you trip over the lip of the boar, the short trips, but doesn't fall into the boar. It trips, uh, falls over the hole and dies from whatever injury that it has. There you're going to be putter But to fall in, says Shmuel, uh, you're going to be chayev no matter what whether or not it was Hevel or Chavata. Says the Gemara Eswe, we have a brysa, it might be that according to some girso, it's meisve. Um, And the Gemara says okay. we have a problem with the sheet of Rav because we have a brisa right here, on Nun Gimlam eight lines down, that says, Bebor, Bein Lefano, Bein laacharav. Rav was of the opinion that if it's uh, of, you're going to be Chayev, and if it's laacharav, you're going to be putter. This brisa seems to say you're chayav no matter what, and the Gemara uh, in this b'risa concludes to Yuvta de Rav. This shows a big problem for the Shita of Rav because Rav says that your Pater, if you follow in of the Gemara provides three responses. Amar of Chizda, mode Rav, Bebor birshusa dechayev. Mishum de Amar lei. Uh, and I'll tell you what the claim is in the moment. But Rav says that if a property is owned by someone, then Rav does not make the distinction of Hevel and Chavata. When did Rav say that Hevel kills and Chibut doesn't kill? That's in Roshav HaRabim. Where the karka itself doesn't belong to you. You carved out the open space. The hevel's there, you're chayv if the animal goes face first. But if the animal goes backwards and you're in Roshus HaRabim, so then you're going to be pater because you don't own the ground. But here, answer number one as to how this braisa of bibor, bain la fun of of chayiv can work according to Rab is if it's birshuso de chayv. Why? Mishum de le, mimonoshach, one way or the other. If in your own property, Mr. Mazik, uh, if in your own property the animal died because of the hevel hevel didachu, and he if the animal died by hitting, uh, by hitting its body on the ground, then because it's private property, and that's all answer number one. And here's answer number two: Rava Amar Hacha and where the animal uh, flips as it's falling down in the air. It starts out ape. First, it starts going out, going down face first, and it's breathing in the air, which is one form of death. And then it spins while it's falling and lands on its back. And there was some assistance from the hevel. And in that case, R- Raba says that even Rav would agree that you're going to be hive in such a case. Uh, which is an interesting okimta where the animal rotates when it falls. You know, cats can do that in their, uh, they have the capacity to land on their feet. Yeah. This cow's a thousand <laughs> pounds. And and, and remember, as we discussed yesterday, that under the most minimal of circumstances, the hole's only 10 tvachim tall, which is uh, you don't have time to rotate. But the mice, if an animal were to have rotated, it started out going it's face first. For... Like <laughs> uh, right, yeah. right. Meaning, uh, in, we, in halakhic terms, we'd have to say that the Hevel donated to the death. We'd have to say something like that. Whatever the metziah says, I don't know. You need, so, you need Rishonim. I don't know what the Hevel is. Yeah. Still. Yeah, no, it's a... It's a, uh, it's yeah. a yeah. yeah, it, 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 it donated it's to the cause. It attributed, that's the right word. Correct. Yeah. So that's answer number two, that the way Rav can be understood in this b'risa, so which says, mm-hmm. the way that we can have it, that he would be, that Rav would still make sense, is if a uh, Ahani Bey... Uh, as if the animal flips around. And answer number three, and we're a quarter of the way down, Rav Yosef Amar, hacha bor bishor askinan. We're not even talking about the shore. We're talking about damage that's done to the pit. <laughs> we're not, we weren't even talking about the other case scenario. May nihu, how did he ruin the pit? Shehivi that when the animal fell, it ruined whatever water was in there. shno of lo shno in such a case, when the damage of the shore falling in, was such a damage that it ruined the contents of the boar, the water that was there. We don't care if it's La'achorav, and we don't care if it's of it doesn't matter, because it isn't about the shore dying. It's about the shore causing damage to the water that's there. So three different answers. The first two answers are on the reservation, and this answer completely changes things and says, we're b'chalal not even talking about damages to the shore. We're only talking about damages to the boar. Huge chiddush. The Gemara then says, Tani, uh Rebchananya the Rab. There's a Brice Abbapai Hananya as an assistant to the Shita of Rab, and we're a third of the way down on Nun Gemala bin Nafal. The Pesach says, <laughs> That only if an animal falls in a regular way. amru. This is where our Mishnah got its language from. That if that that an animal falls forward because of the sounds of the shovel in the pit, and then it breathes in the hevel, if an animal falls in backwards, both of them are inside of a pit. That is a perfect siyua for the shita of Rav. Very well done by Rav Chananya. Perfect. <coughs> The Gemara then analyzes this brisa on marmar, says the Gemara that if an animal falls face first into a pit after hearing the sounds of shoveling by the worker, the halacha is that the bal habor is chayv. But why should there be any chiyuv? It should be considered like a gram, like a grama. Why? Because the animal only was appealed to the boar because it heard some sounds. So it should be that the man who did the digging would be Chayev at most. But even that would be a grom of b'nizikin. So why isn't all of this grom of and therefore patr? So Amar of Simi Barashi HaMani, who is it that we're talking about? And now we're going to be jumping into a broader sugya that we've touched upon prior, which is Rabbi Nasanhi. Rabbi Nasan, had a unique sheita, the Amar Bal Um, Hezekah Ka'avid, the owner of the boar caused the the damage, even though the man who was digging at the bottom created the sound that drew the animal in. And halfway down, Ribnasan had a unique shita, and we're gonna totally unpack his sheeta now. But the Gemara says that when there's a scenario where there's multiple players involved, for example, in our case, let's say I'm the owner of the pit. But I have a worker who's doing the digging at the bottom of the pit. We both played a role in the death of your animal. So says the Gemara, because you're not able to collect from my worker at the bottom of the pit because grama bin in his putter. But Mehai, you can still collect from the Baal HaBor, which is me. I own the boar. Your shore fell in because of the digging. So says the Gemara, perhaps, perhaps the reason why in our Mishnah, Anun of Allah, the reason why we would say that there's any chiyuv at all, if an animal falls into a pit when a worker is working and digging at the bottom and then the animal falls in, why would we say your ch'yuv? It's bin and says the Gemara. Perhaps we hold like Reb Noson, who holds that you're allowed to collect from any of the players involved, anyone who has cash left. You got one guy who says bankruptcy, good, go to the next person in line. Uh, Ledugma, we just had a, you know, what's his face, just got a massive $148 million lawsuit. He filed bankruptcy the next day. So the plaintiffs could then go to the next person who was involved in the lawsuit. You just keep going down the line so you can collect all of your monies. That's the shita, of Reb Detanya. Let's now learn the appropriate Marimakam. We learned about Reb Nason out of context. This is really the right place to learn about Shitas of And here is the right way to understand him. Detanya. So we have um, Ruvain's cow and Shimon's cow and Levi's pit. So Ruvain's cow pushes Levi's cow, yeah, pushes Shimon's cow into Levi's pit. Bal Hashur Chaiv, Balabor Patr. So I who own Ruvain, Ruvain pushed Shimon's cow. I should say, I'm Ruvain, I own my cow, and my cow pushed your cow into another person's pit. So that din is in the, according to the Tanakhama, that the hashor is chayiv, the Balabor is patr. The Tanakhama has clean lines of chayev. The Bala Shore is the chayiv, and the Balabor is the patr. Amr, no. mechza, bor mechza. No. You're allowed to collect from either person, says Rabnosan. There isn't this limited scope of uh, places to collect money from. Anyone who's involved is considered a guilty party. And if you can't collect from person number one, go collect from person number two. So let's just um, articulate our case more clearly. So my cow pushes your cow into Lavi's pit. So the Tanakama holds that I'm accountable, and the owner of the pit is not accountable. Period, I fill uh you know files for bankruptcy. Okay, then you the Nizaki were damaged. You're out. Just you, your loss. Bankruptcy is an unfair reality to the people who are owed the money. Understood. So, is it In havafa, bankruptcy. It's not. I, existing. Huh? Not
1: existing.
0: it's just that if you have no money, you have no way to pay. It's not. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard of such a thing also right I can't imagine that you'd have just because of your financial situation that you'd be allowed to sure. yeah in America it comes with like a heavy uh, there's like another shoe to drop when you file bankruptcy it, it impacts everything in your credit life I mean, it's a it's a nightmare I'm sure but I've never tried though sometimes I'm tempted uh, the whole bankruptcy thing my tuition was hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars this year post tax dollars one two seven you have to make 170 to, to pay the 127. But the schools are great about it. Anyways, I'm I'm just joking, of course. But yeah, it sits on you for like 10 years. Something like mm. that. Seven years, 10 years, Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. But like David said, there there's no construct. There's no construct like that in Halacha to just totally absolve all of your to dissolve all of your responsibility. So then in that case, if a person, a
1: person
0: So you you die, your 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 shim take over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, the Tanakama was of the opinion that only one person is held accountable. It's whoever was the most liable. The way that the Tanakama felt that this was true, the Tanakama was of the opinion that the Bal Hashor, when my cow pushed your your cow, he said Phil's cow is the jerk cow, and Phil is on the hook. I, the Bal Habor. So the Gemara says that according to the Tanakama, the Bal is completely putter. Reb Nassan is saying no way, that's not correct. Reb Nassan says that they split. Says the Gemara, wait one second. A little bit of a complicating factor that leads us to a very complex. Um, it's not complex to read the words of the Gemara, but it's the uh, the math is a little difficult. Says the Gemara, wait one second, Vatanya, we have a b'risa, Yes, we agree that Nassan holds of all plaintiffs involved as liable parties. However, Vatanya, Ibn Nassan, omer bal bormishalim gimal chalakim ubala shor. So he says there's more responsibility for the Bal Habor, where the bal habor will be Meshalim Gimel Khalakim, who Shor will be So remember, I pushed your cow in, and your cow died. So it says the Gemara, the Bal Habor has to pay three-fourths, okay. and I, the Bal hashor, have to pay have to pay one-fourth. So this is a stira because a line ago we said it was 50-50. And by the way, fascinatingly, in this brysa, it's the exa- It's the polar opposite of the initial Tanakama, Remember, the Tanakama said the Bala is putter entirely and the Bala shore was on the hook. Here, this version of Reb Nassan is the other way, where not only is the Bala part of the mix, but he is the primary, he's the primary payer. That's very different. These are very, very you know, pretty drastic uh, payment differences between the Tanakama and Reb Nassan number two. So it says the Gemara Lokasha, ha betam, ha-bimu'ad. When we're dealing with a tam, the math works out in one way, and Muad, When we're dealing with a muad, the math works out in another way. Take a look at Rashi to help guide us. Rashi says um, a little bit more than halfway down. Habetam, in regards to a tam, bal hashor rivia, the time of mafarish coming, the bal hashor will pay just one quarter, um, and uh, therefore Muad, the nezik shalem to kol everybody pays half. Again, we don't have the Svaras yet, but we have the information that in a case of Tom, the Balashor will pay a quarter and the Balabor will pay three quarters. But in regards to a case of Muad, the two plaintiffs involved, the Balashor and the Balabor, each of them will pay half in a case of Muad. Says the Gemara, Uvetam, my Savar. What's going on with this Tom that he's only paying a reveal? How did that work out? So says the Gemara, because remember, it's my animal is a Tom. So if my animal is a Tom, I only pay a reveal says the Gomorrah Ikasavar, what's the Svar? Ikasavar Hai Kule Hazekah Avad, Bahai Kule Haseika Avad. Really I am a hundred percent responsible as a Balashur, and you're a hundred percent responsible as a Balabor then <laughs> mishum palga be palga, uh, or each of them is responsible for 50%. Because of our, hay-pal-ga-ze-ka-ba, hay-pal-ga-ze-ka-ba, If you want to say that we're talking about where each person is, is required to pay 50% of whatever their <laughs> obligations are, so then if the balabor is really supposed to pay full damages, he ends up paying 50%. The balashor, if the animal's a tam, What's half of the tom payment? Because he's only paying a palga. So then the Gemara says palga of Chatzinesek is revia. And the and the last quarter, riva, uh, riva, mafzid, the nizak loses out that money. So this answer doesn't seem to work out very well because then we end up with one quarter never being paid. According to that second brisa of Rabnasan, it seemed that three fourths were being paid by the Balabor. <coughs> And one fourth was being paid by the Balashor, but the way the Gemara wanted to explain the two Reb Nossons by saying that one was betam and one was Bmuad is that if you say that really it's talking about a case of tam, and really beetsim, each person has to pay chatzim what they're obligated. So then it turns out that the Balabor is only paying half, and the Balashor is only paying a quarter, and a quarter is lost in the transaction where the nizak never collects it. So how then do we understand this case? So the Gemara says on the second of the wide lines. Amarava, Rebnasan Dinahu. Rebnasan was a big Dayan, the Nachisla Umka Dina, And he was the type of Dayan who would go all the way down. He had everything crystal clear, you know. Like we're impressed with our Dayanim, and they're very impressive. But when you hear a compliment like this about a Tana, it's a compliment of a compliment of a compliment. Uh, again, we're not we're not used to this, and a lot of this is just an emotional capacity of focusing on learning. One of the reasons why we don't remember a lot of what we learn is because we're not really focused. But where there were no cell phones, people had even better focus. And where there, back in the day when people were really must-meet, they just remembered a lot more. Some of it was pictures; They were very bright, I'm sure. Some of it is photographic memories. But most of our greats really worked very hard. They were spending a lot of time in the base Medrash, pounding the books and memorizing things, and it was a whole different ballgame. Reb Nassan had this uh, accolade that he was uh, la umka Most people don't say that about me or you, that we understand the omek of the din so clearly. So how does Reb Nassan explain all of the math? The Gemara says, on the third of the wide lines, Really... Everybody, the Bala Shor, the two plaintiffs, the Bala Shor and the balabor, are 100 percent each in their own right, 100 percent accountable. Ah, uh, you want to tell me that each person should really be paying 50% 50%? And if so, how then did the brides say that the Balabor is three-fourths and the Bala Shor is one fourth? Mishum de omarlay balashor balabor if you want to say my ahanyoli. if you really want to say we're shutvin you and I are both equals well this shutvis is not is not really to my benefit at all because I I didn't get any reduction in cost shutvis should be helpful to me so therefore because my animal and because you and I are shutvin my hat turns into a quarter of an ezek and therefore the balashore will have to pay a quarter and the balabor pays three quarters. This is how Reb Nasan explained it, and Iba Isema. Another possible way to explain this uh, complex sheet of Reb Nasan is Leolam Hai Palga Avad, Palga Avad. Really, both the Balashor and the Balabor are each Chayev Ezek, They're Chayev Palga this was a case we saw earlier that we didn't like because if you say that this is true that really it's not that everyone's fully responsible but the two parties are each 50% responsible the problem is that in a case like that the way that the payouts work is that the Baal shor pays a quarter. The Balabor pays half. And the nizak loses out on a quarter. So how do we answer that question? The Gemara says seven lines from the bottom. I, the Baal shor, my animal pushed your animal. I can say to the Baal Ana, Toroi, Be'bircha, Be'bircha, Lamaisa, my animal is in your pit. And at ketalte, it must therefore be that you are the one who caused its murder. So, you should pay me whatever you can pay me. And whatever's left over, I should collect from you. And here's the complex part because the only thing that the Balashur would ever be on the hook for is half of Chasinezek, which is Revia. Therefore, by definition, he's allowed to collect three fourths from the second plaintiff, which is the Balabor. And that's how Nasan works out all the math. Continuing in a similar vein, Amar Rava, Hiniach Evan al Pihabor. Let's say that a, a man placed a stumbling block uh, right at the top of a pit. Uba Ashur and uh, this animal tripped over the, uh, the stone, and then he fell in, and the shore fell in and died. Banu le Reb ve Says the Gemara that this is the Machlokes Reb Nasan and the Rabbanon, where the Rabbanon would say that only one person is Chayev, that's the person who put the stone out, just like he said earlier. shein came according to Reb Nasan, would say that the person who is responsible is everybody, both the person who put the stone out and the Baal Habor. Uh, so says the Gemara, that should be their Machlokas. Asks the Gemara of Pshita, of course, why would that not be the case? When there's multiple plaintiffs, the Rabbanan will say that only one is uh, is accountable, uh, and Reb Nassim will say, collect from whoever you can collect from. So why did the Gemara bother, why did Rava even bother making this case? So the Gemara says, Rava explains, because the owner of the pit can say to the owner of the animal, if not for my boar, your animal would have died one way or the other. In our case, we can't say that. In our case, where my animal pushes yours, the case where the Evan excuse me, trips on the stone, I could say, if there was no pit that followed my stumbling block, Right, So then your animal would not have died. You have a miskalbo, have enough of a guy. He would have tripped. he would have gotten up and he would have moved on. Komash Mallan. We therefore see that there's a deeper logic that's uh, considered more acceptable amar he lab even lo to Amarle, Elab Evan, lohabfilibbira. So there's really two people who did something wrong. The first guy put out a stumbling block. The second guy had a pit, and the Gemara wants to know which one was more culpable. So really, it's Banu Lama Chloke and the Rabbana but there was a Havamina to say that without your pit the animal wouldn't die and the other guy said back to him without your stone the animal wouldn't have tripped so which of those two Svaras are better neither of them are better in the, in the scheme of things but we had a Havamina that perhaps you can say the stumbling block was the first thing that happened and therefore that should be of greater responsibility kamash Mulan we don't say that and really it's just Banu Lama Chloke and the Rabbana that when there's multiple plaintiffs the Rabbana would say only one person is is accountable and according to the ta- Tanakhama would say only one person is accountable Reb Nassim would say collect money from whoever you can. Itzmar that brings us to the top of Nun Gemel Amit and we continue analyzing cases that are again very similar uh, to what we've been learning thus far. Shore you have a regular shore and vishor psuleh ha so you have two shvarim that are fighting with one another one of them is a regular shore and the other is psulei muktashin, an animal that was initially muktash to the base hamikdash, but became puzzle and can no longer be used in the base hamikdash. Skip the parentheses. Abai says, in a case like this, there's a tashlumin of Chazi Nezek, where my animal. Kills a, a short, is no geach, it gores a short p'sulein muqtashen. Ravino Amar Meshallam Ravina they only pay a quarter of a nezak. Says the Gemara, Perhaps we can argue that both of these cases are actually talking about a Tom. And really, chatzinezak is a, a normal payment for Tom. And this is hakir rabbonan Hakir abnasan. According to the rabbanan, they say, get your chatzinezak and move on. How does Ravina end up with Nezek Shalom? Because he holds like Rav Nassan. I can collect my Chati Nezek from multiple plaintiffs. And this is a great example of how holding like Rav Nassan can yield the Nizak more money. Because the he lost a whole animal. I got Chati Nezek from plaintiff number one. Chati Nezek from plaintiff number two. Shalom al Yisrael. Iba on the fifth line of Nun Gimel at Beis. And we're going to be stopping about five lines or so before the end of this page. Perhaps we can say that both of these sheetahs that the animal will have to pay Shatinezek, or that the animal will pay Raviyah Nezek, perhaps those are all like the Sheitas of the Rabbanon that say you can only collect from one one plaintiff and not multiple plaintiffs. How so? Oh, that's much cleaner. That makes a lot more sense because according to the Rabbanan, if the animal that killed was a Tam, then it only gets paid Chatinazak like the regular rules. And if the animal was a muhad, then it gets paid nezek shelim, like the regular rules. So this is even cleaner. Ikoda there are those who say that things were a little bit different in regards to the case of Shore, Bishor, hamukdash and Shenaghu. Ikoda Amre, six, seven lines down, abai Omar Chatinazak, Abai says that there's a Chati Nazek payment, Ravina Amar Kule Nazek, and perhaps Habimuat. Maybe we can say that both of these cases are actually talking about a case where there's an animal that's a muad that caused the damage. And Hake Rabbonon, it is an animal that's mu'ad, but maybe not all the plaintiffs are available. And uh, according to the Rabbanan, you can only collect from whoever is available. And Rabbanon says you can collect from anyone. And That we can come up like we saw earlier in the first version of this question, that perhaps we can come up with a scenario where everything is like Ribnasan and that when it comes to an animal that's a, a mu'ad, He's able to collect from multiple plaintiffs, and in regards to a tam, he can't collect from he can't, can't collect more than the chatzin he's owed, and that would be that would be a couple of different ways to understand this question and how to understand Abaye and Ravina in regards to shor v'shor P'suli Hamuktashan. About a quarter of the way down, Rava has another statement, another memra. Amar shor v'adam, You have a shor uh, and a person that are that push something into a pit. When it comes to damages, everyone's chaib. Vlados, if a person is pushed in, then as it relates to the Arba Dvarim, the Tsar, Azagin and voshes. all of those, Vlados, if the animal is pushed in and the animal was pregnant and the fetus died, Adam if that act was done by a human being, then the animal then then he's obligated, he's to pay for the damages. Shore Ubor pater. And if the damages were caused by a shore or by a boar, then the din is at uh, the shore and the balabor would be potter. Lenin Kofar, in regards to a, a person being pushed in and the person being killed, Shalevet. And if an Evet is killed, Shore Chayib Adam Ubor Pturim. If a shore did that damage, so then Allah is that you'd be Chayib. However, Adam Ubor, if the damage was done by a person or by a pit, um, in regards to uh, kofar, so then or shloshem, so then adam ubor p'turim. leinian kalim. What about kalim that fall in? As we've seen this many times, our brains should already be primed that kalim don't get payments out of a bore. Um, and as well veshor psuleh hamukdashin because they really have no value. These animals no longer are regular animals. Adam veshor Chayavin if uh, these things are pushed in by an Adam v'shor Yerchayev who bore Potter, because we already said about a bore pater, umay taima, yotza zeh shein we're excluding the case of psuleyam uktashen, because the mace can't be transferred, it has no value, the mace has zero, so therefore that case of v'hameis exempts us in regards to psuleyam Muktashan. Says the Gemara LeMemra: is this to tell me, dipshita Le Rava? That Rava was so clear how to learn this Pasuk, that's not true. This was a question that Rava posed. It wasn't such a simple maimra, just a statement of I know what's uh, going on here. Rava didn't know uh, how to analyze. This was a question that he had asked about that fell into a pit. Do we say, this was Ravah's handling, this was Ravah's Chakira, do we say, mm-hmm. that when the Pasuk says, mm-hmm. that's to teach us that by mukdashin, because the animal has no value, so therefore there is no Mesi Yellow, so therefore you're putter on damaging ashore. Um uh, that's Psuleha hamukdashin. Oh, Dilma Ve Mesi Yellow teaches us the Bailam attapam bin Navelahudaasa to teach us that the Bailam get the uh, the animal of the nevela. It was not pushed at all to Rava in regards to how to treat psule hamukdashin. So says the Gemara, okay. I mean you're right, but Basar Debaya Hadar Pashta, you're right. He's the one who gave the question in the beginning of Shir. But he's also the one who gave the answer. So why who cares? Why, who cares that he was uh, struggling with it a little bit? It doesn't matter. Lamaisi is the one who gave the answer. Ella says to Gemara, if that's true, then Bailim, uh, if it's true now that it's clear to Rava that uh, one is putter if Psule Muqtashin gets damaged, we're two-thirds of the way down from the bottom of Nun, Gimelam, and Bays, We're two-thirds down from the top, actually. Ella Bailim, If Rava was so clear that the is teaching me that Psulia uktashen is pater then where does rava learn the idea from that in general that that uh, the person who gets to take responsibility for the corpse so says the gemara <laughs> he learns this from another pasuk of m a c yellow there's two Psukim of m a c yellow pasuk number one reads like this they are only two pasukim apart Pasuk number one reads Bal habor Yisshalem kesef Yashiv live Allah vamei yellow. The next pasuk reads Ono da kishor nagach bchulein. At the end it says vamei yellow. So there's two of them. So says the Gemara that Rava is nafgalay min vamei si yellow to shore. In that next pasuk, which is pasuk Lamed Vav, that's where he learns that bailam benevela. So he has two different pasukim: one to teach him that shore psule mukdashin are going to be putter if they get damaged, and the second is to teach us that bailam benevela, that owners have to deal with the corpse. Says the Gemara, de de How do you know that that second pasuk um, of vameciyelo, which was by shore, was? Mafkis laila Bailamataplamb that binavela, that Pasuk was to teach us about Bailamataplam Benevela. And Debor and, and the first Pasuk, which is Pasuk Lamid Dalid, that that case, how do we know about that? That it's mafkaslela misha meshalo to exclude the case of Sulaim Muqtashin. Perhaps says the Gemara Abuchana. Perhaps I should reverse the Limudim. And if I reverse the Limudim, that means that the Vahames Elo, where we try to learn out Psule Mukdashin, we no longer can learn that out. And if that's true, Rashi highlights that's what's going on over here. If that's true, then I don't know that Psule Mukdashin are Patr when they get damaged. Says the Gemara Mistabra, because it's logical to say that Patr Gabe hoelu Gabe Kalim, it makes sense to teach that. Psulei Mukdashen that fall into a pit are Pater, just like Kalim that fall into a pit are Pater. Says the Gemara Adei, Rabbi. Could have argued the exact opposite. Pater Gabe Shore. I should have argued that there's a Pture by a shore, Shekane Pater Bo Chati Nezek. Because there, when it comes to a we have a case of Tam, where you're always going to be Chayev, only Chati, which means we're always dissolving half of your burdens. And therefore, maybe we should have said Pater in that case. Says the Gemara, it's true that by a you have a partial d- d- uh, dissolution of obligation. By a short time, you only have to pay chati nezek, and you never have to pay more. But kule nezek miaslo But the only time we have a full exemption of something is in regards to a bor, and that is when the boar has kelem in it. And just like when the boar has kelem in it, you're pater, Therefore, it makes more sense to learn the Pasuk of Hamei C-E-L-O to teach me that a psilei is also fully patr in regards to a boar. We'll stop right here at the two dots, five, six lines from the bottom and pick up tomorrow night. Wishing you all a beautiful night.